Ray, I am happy to split Moneyline Champ title with you this week, my first title of the year, so I am good with that. And, yeah, we're ready to go. Anybody got anything? Any questions? Anybody want to get something out of the chest? Like, just yell or something? Matt Ryan Ray, fucking Steve? sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady is God. I acquired Tom Brady in fantasy. Oh. Tom Brady's going off this week. Book it. You don't have a kicker anymore, Steve. I don't care. We'll go for two every time. Uh, Tom Brady will kick. Tom Brady's going to kick. Yeah, Tom Brady. I'm pretty sure Julian kick. Julian Edelman's going to be the kicker this year, and then he's going to kick the game when he field goal in the Super Bowl and solidify his Hall of Fame (laughs) ticket. Exactly. Put this in the episode. (laughs) Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL. Giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA. And possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. Welcome to Episode 9, brought to you by the Sport Gene, powered by Overtime Heroics and the exclusive NFL Pick'em episode for this week. This is the Into the Lab podcast. We have our panel of experts bringing the latest information straight to your ears. And like always, if you are a betting person, stay tuned for our expert picks on money line options and picks against the spread. I'm the sports analyst leading you through today's Lab Power Hour. My name is Ernest Silva at the Sport Gene for those listening and following on Twitter. Co Moneyline champion for this past week four and ready to get this show started from the sports analytics headquarters in San Antonio, Texas. If you've been following along, our experts from across the nation and the world have been steering you to some great picks, some great laughs, and maybe some not so suitable for work humor. But tons of fun with sports analysis on this week's NFL matchup ahead. So before we get started with the, the latest buzz around our round three, our three round segment, let's see who our panelists are for today's show. Our first panelist, coming in new for the past two weeks now, goes by the most interesting name in the world, Just Paul, <laughs> football hockey gambling writer for Overtime Heroics, Twitter handle at SteelCurtainPEH, Paul. Yo, what's going on, guys? This time he remembered to talk. Our second panelist, a fantasy football and NFL betting expert switching between whiskey and milk, making his picks from Bali, Indonesia, the biggest wrestling fan in the world, co-moneyline champion for NFL Week 4, Twitter handle at Dre2124, Dre Rogers. Good morning. (laughs) Dude, this guy really needs whiskey. (laughs) As Dre gets out of bed, we'll switch, we'll switch to our third panelist, a Falcon beat writer for overtime heroics and fantasy football expert for Time Skewed, a specialist in all things football, against the spread champion for week four, handle at the Phantom Jazzy week, like I said, week four champion pick him, Miles Bloomquist. The Falcons give me depression. 
That's all I have glad to say. To, glad to see you're in good spirits, Miles. <laughs> Our fourth panelist from the great city of Pittsburgh, a contributor for Fan Sighted, Twitter handle at Sports, Vaughn Dalezell. Hey guys, Steelers got a win. I'm a happy guy this week. Yes, sir. And slowly they'll play the Baltimore Ravens this week. The last panelist joining into the lab, a regular Boston man you've heard on basketball episodes featured on Fridays, slightly biased, very own Twitter handle at Reisner underscore Steven. Welcome back again, this great Steve Reisner. What's going on, fellas? Ready to have some fun? Absolutely. I think we are, except for Miles and Dre. One's waking up and one's kind of getting over depression on the Falcons. But <laughs> yeah, good thing that, we... that's too bad for you guys because I came here to do two things: kick some ass, chew some bubble gum, and I'm all out of fucking bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and call that up. So the first round in the segment for Into the Lab podcast is going to be <laughs> NFL news and notes, and we're going to start over with Bond. 0-4 and, and in trouble. We have several teams that are facing 0-4 records. Do any of the remaining teams that have an 0-4 record, including the big matchup between Cincinnati and Arizona, have a chance to turn their season around? I don't think so. I wouldn't be surprised if both these games ended in a tie. The Cardinals got tied number two on the year. I mean, <laughs> the Bengals are really, really bad. The Steelers destroyed. Good off dinky passes. Um... Jets and Dolphins, they're probably going to lose this week. And Broncos lost Bradley. That as well. Yeah, the 0-4 teams look very bad. I heard a stat the other day where the combined 0-4 teams together for points scored on them matched just the Miami Dolphins points scored on them. And I thought that was hilarious. So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty yeah. sure none of these teams have a team. Uh, let's let's switch things over to Jacksonville, where they're they're having some interesting news, and uh, probably why Dre didn't want to wake up this morning. But Gardner Minshew has a knee injury, aggravated, did not practice. How are you feeling about that, Dre? Now I'm fully woke. Can't believe you just asked that. It's obvious that you did not watch that historical documentary between Minshew and Uncle Rico. That is fucking pissing. All of of those rumors are lies. Minshew will play. Let me ask you something, Dre. Does this affect him fantasy wise at all this week? Like I said, these are all fake. These are all fake lies. This is like Bill Belichick's strategy now from Doug Marone. He's now trying to fake out that Panthers defense. Minshew is 100% healthy. I will definitely talk about the Panthers-Jaguars matchup a little bit later. But Gardner Minshew, if he is hurt, let's just say the rumors were true for a minute. Is Does this affect Jacksonville? Jacksonville's office, or is it really going through Leonard Fournette anyways, and they're using that off the run? How how bad does this hurt Jacksonville? Well, at least for this game, I have a a feeling it's going to be like a Tebow, like a Tim Tebow game, which is basically for the first three quarters is going to be the worst game in history. And 
in the fourth quarter, if when Minshew plays, he's going to guide uh, the Jaguars to victory. But in a scenario that Minshew, for some strange reason, is not able to play, uh, yeah, the Jaguars will have to go to Fournette and they will take a loss. Okay. All right, perfect. Let's switch gears. AFC. Let's talk about Marlon Mack. And Paul, Marlon Mack, uh, you know, listed as questionable again for another straight week. Um, big matchup this week between Indianapolis and Kansas City. What are you telling fantasy owners with Marlon Mack, and what is he doing for the Colts offense? You got to wait. You got to check the reports uh, every day. Um, I, I just don't know what to make of the Indianapolis offense. I mean, it, it goes in fits and starts, and I just don't think they're going to have enough in, in Kansas City with or without him to stand up to the Chiefs at home in prime time. Okay. Now switching gears to the NFC, I want to talk a little bit about the Philadelphia Eagles as they play the Jets this week. You had Deshaun Jackson. Again, another week where they're kind of hidden with his injuries and how the progression is going. Does, does Deshaun Jackson even affect the Eagles offense anymore, or is that still a big factor the Eagles are missing up there? Well, yeah, I think it's a big factor that they're missing, but without Sean back, that's a big, that's a big uh, get for them to have him back on the field. I think if they Sean gets out there too, they gotta, you know, it starts getting back into more of a rhythm. Okay. All right. Perfect. Now, now I hate talking about the Eagles, so let's switch it over to the Cowboys Packers game. And and Steve, I'm gonna bring you in for that. Michael Gallup apparently on the third week after his meniscus cleaning is going to be playing this week. Is this gonna be the revitalized Cowboys offense that we saw weeks one through three, or is the Cowboys really that flat on offense like the Saints showed us? I really don't know. I'm hoping, honestly, that Michael Gallup can uh, play and can revitalize that offense because I don't want the Cowboys to be boring. I feel like they just got exposed by the Saints on national TV. They lost to Teddy Bridgewater. I, I know that sucks while you are honest. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still mourning, so um, it's fresh. But, yeah, to, to me, uh, from what I'm hearing, Devontae Adams is most likely not going to play which kills my fantasy lineup for this week. Uh, I don't see the Packers' offense really being anything special without Devontae Adams. Without Adams in there, they're a completely different wide receiver core. Does Michael Gallup playing or Devontae Adams playing change who wins this game? Or is it is there are there more factors than just those two receivers? There, there are more factors to it, but that's that's definitely a big difference. If 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 the Cowboys have Gallup and the Packers don't have Adams, then the, the Cowboys are going to win that game because the Cowboys are going to have a strong. Their offense will be stronger, and I mean that their defense can hold up. The Packers' defense has been playing well, but I don't, if the Cowboys' offense revitalizes and the Packers' offense can't keep up with it, I don't see the Packers winning. Perfect. Michael Gallup combined 15 targets in the first two weeks. Devontae Adams, I think, alone had 18 targets in just week four. So, I mean, big, big, huge implications for those offenses. Will be a big game come Sunday. Let's I mean, go ahead Devontae and talk Adams about... was 200 yards last week. Yeah. Uh, he did wonders <laughs> for my fantasy team until he decided to get hurt. 
he didn't. Yeah. He didn't really- Hey, that's assault, but you know what I mean. Piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, last but not least, we have some returning players, suspension as well as health-wise. Miles, take us through Golden Tate and Colt McCoy and how those returns may impact their team. Uh, Golden Tate is really, really, really awesome for the Giants because uh, Shepard and Ingram have been really good for Daniel Jones, but for an offense to flow well, you kind of need three really good targets that you can go to, especially when you go up against tough defenses like they have in the NFC East. Um, so you get a guy like Tate, who's amazing once he gets the ball in his hands, his yards after catches the most over the last five seasons, I believe. Um, so you get a guy that can line up in the slot, get you a ton of yards. You have a big tight end in Evan Ingram who can catch the ball. And then you probably got your top receiver in Sterling Shepard. So Daniel Jones is going to start having some good weeks. If you don't have him in fantasy, if he's still out there, get him. Uh, the Giants are going to start winning some more games now, especially with that offense. So I, I really like what the Giants offense is doing now. For Colt McCoy, don't know if it matters much. The Redskins suck. <laughs> That's really it. Case Keenum sucks. Haskins sucks. Colt McCoy will suck. It doesn't change much. Yeah, the only... The only, the only thing Colt McCoy really has going for him is that he was a former Texas Longhorn. So that's amazing. <laughs> but other than that, uh, Colt McCoy uh, joining that offense, probably the worst week he could probably get a shot at doing going against the infamous New England Patriots. That's if he so who knows? I mean, Haskins didn't that's look if good. That's if he starts. Haskins did not look good when he came in for Keenum. But still, they probably will lean towards starting their first-round pick and getting him some game, especially against a tough defense. Yeah, it might hurt him this season, but it's better to play the tough competition than play the soft competition first, in my opinion. So Colt McCoy probably won't even play, but if they do, then they're probably in that trying-to-win mode, which is puzzling because why would they want to do that? They are not going to do anything in the NFC East. At, the, at this point, they'll probably the only one they'll have maybe over Miami, <laughs> and so you know, maybe you face, maybe facing that that college that college team in Miami. So it's gonna um, be a great game. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is it gonna be a great game of the sense of being a shit bowl? Yeah, yeah. It's it's ta- it's, it's the game for Tula. <laughs> that, that's gonna be that's gonna be the 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 only golf game of the year where both teams are trying to score the least amount of points. <laughs> Yeah, they're both going to be trying to lose. They're going to get down to the red zone, get on the goal line, and take a knee. <laughs> both ways. Look, really I'm telling you, they need to keep that game. They need to make that game primetime matchup. <laughs> <laughs> um, last minute news. I didn't want to talk too much on it until we had more information. But James Conner back on the injury report as well. Uh, we'll keep those eyes on that. Jalen Samuels had a big, big night Monday night against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, eyes and ears open for that if you are if you're looking as a fantasy owner for those or if you're just looking at Pittsburgh Steelers offense in general. Um, I know I have two Pittsburgh fans on the phone right now and 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 uh, you know what are your options on this with James Conner? Is the injury serious? I'm talking to Paul and Don for this one. He'll be out for a long period of time. I mean he looked really good last or Monday night and Jalen Samuels did as well. I don't think anyone thought he would touch the just as many times as James Conner did. And if the Steelers want to keep doing that wildcat offense for certain teams, and I doubt it's going to be versus Ravens, but it's certainly a loss, but not a big one for a team that's not very good right now offensively. Yeah, I think that uh, I think Jalen Samuels can step in there. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more of Benny Snow as well. Um, you know, 
we got off the, you know, the O, O and four. So you know what I mean. We got our win. They're not going anywhere in the AFC, even though it's terrible. They, they're just not. They won with a gimmick the other night. So um, I mean, I'd like to see those two guys in there if it if it is serious. So we'll just wait and see on the injury report and go from there. All right, perfect. I, I got to say, I, I didn't know Jalen Samuels uh, could throw the ball. Or I know there were little hop passes, but, you know, it's fun to see him actually running that Wildcat. Um, you know, anybody else yeah. see that OBJ throw, though, going downfield? That was, that's, a, that's an arm. Yeah. I, I didn't realize oh he could throw God. like that. Him eluding the sack was just as impressive. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely moving around the pocket and, and getting out of the way. I thought that was amazing. Uh, there was a, something else. There was in the Panthers-Houston game, did anybody else see that sack that uh, uh, Kyle Allen got out of the way for from J.J. Watt? I mean, J.J. Watt had him, and all of a sudden it was like there's the the poof cloud and, and Allen is gone. So I thought that was hilarious. But all right, so we are going to go to primetime picks in round number two. Stay with us, folks. We'll hear from us right after this commercial break. Before we start round two on the Sport Jeans Into the Lab podcast, we'd like to remind any listeners that if you play basketball and you are from the ages of 8 to 18 in the Rio Grande Valley, check out Triple Double Basketball Academy, one of the premier programs in Texas located at the center of the RGV in Harlingen, Texas. Find your young basketball pros practicing ball handling techniques, proper shooting forms, learning strength and conditioning techniques, and gain unmatchable experience with elite state tournament play. Follow on Facebook or visit www.tripledoublebasketballacademy.org. Triple Double Basketball Academy, where each basketball player grows no matter what. All right, round two is our primetime pick'em, and that is where we take the five highlighted games of the week, being non-biased, of course, and we will pick five games that will be featured at the Starting with Thursday Night Football, we take the ending day of uh, Westgate odds for the Rams visiting Seattle Seahawks this Thursday night or tomorrow night. The line ended at Seattle being a one-and-a-half-point favorite. We're going to go around the room and start with our picks, starting with Miles, who won against the spread last week. Miles, who do you have in this Ooh, game? Ooh, LA. Ooh, actually, hmm. I am confused now because now that I think about it, after I watched that Buccaneers game, uh, the Rams' defense doesn't look too hot. But at the same time, Russell Wilson and that Seahawks' offense also doesn't look too hot. This is a game of two teams that are playing really cold that should be playing a lot hotter uh golf had the most underwhelming 500 guard performance of all time uh i'm gonna go with seattle to cover the spread because it's it's in seattle it's always hard to win in seattle it's a division match so yeah i'll go with seattle okay dre let me get it over to you co money line champ for last week who do you have in this game under the cover yeah, I think um, Miles is right on point uh, for this pick. Uh, after that disaster by the Rams versus Tampa Bay, I feel more comfortable taking Seattle, especially at home. So Seattle 
uh, and I'm taking the spread as well. Now, Paul, I'm going to switch right over to you. You're writing that Seattle train as well. Well, I want to know, uh, anybody see Aaron Donald? Does he still play? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I watched the whole whole second half of that, and I never heard his name one time. So, I mean, I don't know know what's going on there, but (coughs) going up to Seattle in prime time on a short week isn't a cure to get better. I'll take Seattle in the spread. Steve, looks like Seattle hype train is coming to you. Are you with Seattle on this one? Or are you going back to the? I'm taking Seattle to cover. Can't trust the Rams. All right, taking that Seattle hype train, going to Vaughn. Vaughn, how are you feeling about this game? Yeah. For LA, secondary primarily, Marcus Peters looked really bad. So I think that uh, Jared Goff, the boys, put together, put some point, points up on the Hawks. And I think I'll take her uh, and straight up win. All right, got it. So, Vaughn, first one to take the Rams on the Thursday night game. You know, I am now a wonderful 0-4 on Thursday <laughs> night game. So, at this point, if I agree with the Seattle hype train, it's really bad news for you guys because I'm probably not going to get that right. Scruff, right. scruff, so pick, pick L.A., pick take... L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you doing? Pick L.A., dude. Stop ruining it. <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> Not fair, dude. I am actually, I am actually thinking this is going to be Take a very a high scoring Take a game. I do not think, <laughs> I do not think that either team will be able to gain much ground. The other, I think it'll be back and forth. I hate Thursday night football. <laughs> I am going, I am going to pick Seattle ah. as well. Sorry, boys. <coughs> and I'm going to take them to cover. <laughs> and I'm going to take them to cover. God the damn it! I think Seattle. The, the consistency, the consistency factor for Seattle is much better than the Rams. I thought the Rams are potent on defense all of a sudden. They make Jameis Winston look like the MVP of the league. That, that's terrible. Can't Dude, do that, that. rocks Can't my do that fantasy team that week. I had Jameis Winston oh, playing. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, I'm like the only person who had Jameis Winston playing. That that you should be on shows for doing that. I think they were asking for people to go on that team. But yes, I'm taking I'm taking Seattle with the spread. Let's go to the Sunday at noon games. Let's just talk about the main matchup, which is Baltimore visiting Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, a three and a half point underdog at home. And so let's let's go ahead and start with our Pittsburgh loyalists. Let me go ahead and start with Paul. Paul, who do you have in this game and, and why? And with the spread or not? All right, so. No homer pick this week. The Steelers cannot stop the run. They cannot stop the run. Uh, Mark Barron wants nothing to do with contact. Uh, I mean, I the Ravens' defense is very suspect, but I just feel like they're going to run the ball so much. It, it's going to be tough for the Steelers' offense to get into any kind of rhythm. I'll take Baltimore to cover. All right, Vaughn, I'm switching right over to you. How are you feeling on this one? Yeah, back to what I kind of spoke on earlier, that Wildcat and the dump-offs aren't going to work for us, Baltimore. Uh, never worked in the past, won't work now, certainly without Antonio Brown, Le'Veon, and Big Ben. I got to take Baltimore to cover and straight up. I mean, this is an obvious game, obvious win for Baltimore. I'd be kind of shocked if the Steelers come up with a W here. And I'm kind of shocked with the pick so far. Steve, let me know what you're feeling. I'm taking Baltimore to cover. I, I, I'm 
think, think Lamar Jackson's going to eat up on that uh, Steelers defense, which looks sketchy. And yeah, like um, like Vaughn said, that those little dump off passes and that wildcat is going to work against Baltimore. Very consistent with our picks so far, Miles. Let me see if you change anything on this one. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm, about this I'm thinking of a change. But it's really hard to go up against a team like Baltimore when they have Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, two guys who can run, and Seattle can't, or sorry, Pittsburgh can't stop the run. Um, so they could run all over the Steelers. But I'm maybe thinking that that offense can take advantage of a Cold Ravens defense. Probably not. I'm going to go Baltimore to cover. All right, so Baltimore to cover is four for four. Dre, are you changing your pick on this one? I, actually, I'm, I'm going to go against you guys just a little bit. I don't like that 3.5 spread. Uh, and the, the Ravens have turned out two crappy games in a row. They got spanked by the shitty Bengals, which is probably one of the worst teams in the league. So, that... That makes you think about if they can pull them off. Uh, however, the Steelers, like like we mentioned, are really they cannot stop the run. So I mean, the Ravens win, but they won't they won't cover. Okay, all right, perfect. And I am also taking Baltimore. I I don't think this Baltimore team can can lose three in a row. I think that that. I don't see it happening. I think the team is too good for that. And, and going against an op- uh, opponent in Pittsburgh who got off to a pretty rocky start, has a rookie QB. I think Baltimore's defense is going to redeem itself a bit, uh, going to Heinz Field and really, uh, really step on the throats. I think Baltimore wins. I think they win fashionably. So I'll take Baltimore with the spread uh, myself. So three, uh, we have uh, five with the spread, one against the spread, but all unanimously on Baltimore. So Baltimore money line, a big, a big feature on this one as well. Lots of agreement, boys. I don't like it. We're usually pretty hyped about this, but I feel like we're going to have a lot of disagreement on our 3 o'clock game, which, huh, as you could guess, is your favorite team in America, the Dallas Cowboys. And they are playing host to the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, of course, uh, America's team, is uh, opening up at a and closing today at a 3.5-point favorite over the Green Bay Packers at home. I am going to start with Steve on this one. And Steve, do you believe the Cowboys will win with that spread, or do you looking for Green Bay? I'm taking Cowboys against the spread. I don't like the three and a half, but I think the How Cowboys will Cowboys, win. Are you taking the Cowboys against yep. the spread? Is that All right. Let me switch that over to Dre. Dre, how are you feeling on this game? I'm with I'm with, I'm with Steve on this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers loves to play uh, in that stadium, and uh, that three and a half is just not right. Uh, Zeke is going to run all over that Packer defense, and uh, Cowboys will win, but uh, I'm, I'm with Steve. Uh, they won't cover. Miles, how are you Green feeling on this day? <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to lose, Miles. Get ready to lose. <laughs> this is the week that Miles starts going down. Yep. We all okay. witnessed it. All right. Because Steve was here. All right, Paul. What are you feeling on this game? Um, well, for the Cowboys look in New Orleans, they still had a chance. They got the ball back. 
in their hands with under a minute to go or whatever, minute and a half to go, need a field goal to win. So I think that if Devontae doesn't play, I don't really know what scares you on that Packers offense. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. And I say, Jimmy Graham. (laughs) (laughs) And you said, you said with the spread ball? I think they'll cover it now. Okay. All right. Vaughn, I'm going to go over to you. How are you feeling about this matchup? These two teams have to lose two weeks in a row, but they both have heartbreakers. I like the Cowboys at home here. With Devontae Adams and the concussion, he probably shouldn't play Sunday. Uh, and if he doesn't, there's going to be a up. So I'm taking Cowboys minus three and a half. Perfect. Now, of course, you guys know who I'm picking, so you don't have to worry about money line. Dallas is the pick here. It's it's probably the easiest pick of the week. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. But but uh, when, it, when it comes to the Cowboys, uh, I think that you're going to see something very similar to last season. They're going to see Zeke. I think they go back to that run game. If you thought Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders looked good against the Green Bay in, at Lambeau, you're going to see how Zeke looks at home. He's going to feed this week. I, I think Jack has a very pedestrian week. I think he's going to throw for maybe – 170, maybe close to 200, but it's not going to be anything fancy. Something similar to Carson Wentz's stat line. It's just going to be to get by, but Zeke will be the star this week. Um, and if and if Michael Gallup really is back, I'd like to see that offense flow a little bit better. Um, Dallas tends to play much better at home. I believe they cover. I believe they win by at least a touchdown. All right. So when it comes to the Sunday night game, this is probably the game of the week, in my personal opinion. Could differ amongst the group. But you have the Colts visiting the Chiefs. And uh, Vegas doesn't think so, but the Chiefs are going to be an 11-point favorite in this game. So, going to go around the room, starting with Dre. How do you feel about the 11-point spread? <clears throat> well, that I, I'm not convinced with that Chiefs defense. I, I, I don't think they're hold uh, that Colts offense. Uh, Brissett has looked better as as the weeks have gone by. And uh, and Marlon Maxim machine, so um, <clears throat> the Chiefs will definitely win. But I, I think I, I, I'm probably thinking that the Colts are going to catch up in Garden's time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take them uh, the Chiefs, but they don't cover. All right, and I'm gonna bring it over to Vaughn. Vaughn, what are you feeling on this game? Both the Colts are gonna miss. The Chiefs money. Their pass defense did not look good last week against Matthew Stafford, and it hasn't this year. So I got to think Jacoby Brissett probably keeps it within 11 points. Uh, Chiefs still get the win at home, but Colts cover. Perfect. And I'm since we're on that train, I'm going to add my pick as well. Kansas City is my pick for this game. I don't think they're going to lose at home. To the Colts team, I think they proved that against the Ravens, where they played a little bit higher than what we thought they would even on defense. So I think that they do play well against the Colts, but the Colts have just been clicking on development. But with that upbringing, he has done very well in Indianapolis. He's a multi-touchdown passer for Tennessee football. Um, the offense is clicking. If T.Y. Hilton plays, even more so that spread gets covered. If T.Y. Hilton does not play, that's where I worry. If T.Y. Hilton is out and Marlon Mack is out, I believe the Chiefs will cover the spread. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the no right now. I'm gonna say they don't cover, but if if they don't play, for sure they will not cover. If they do play, they have they have a they uh 
I'm sorry. If they do play, for sure they won't cover. If they don't play, I think Kansas City runs away with it. That's my pick. Miles, let me bring you in with that one. Kansas covers book it. <laughs> you lost All to right. the Raiders. What more is there to say? You're going up against Kansas the week after in prime time. You're a backup quarterback. Good luck. Book it. Miles putting the stamp book it on that one. Paul, I'm going to bring you in on this one. What are you feeling with this game? I feel the same way. I feel like Patrick Mahomes is going to go out there and light it up. Uh, I mean, he's zero touchdowns last week. They still dropped 34. Now they're at home in prime time. I feel like he's going to be one of those 375 and four touchdowns for him. I'll take Kansas City and cover. All right, the great Steve Reisner. Let's see your take on this Sunday night football game. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is a bad motherfucker, but he is not going to pull it out in Kansas City. I'm going to take the Chiefs against the spread. All right. All right. So great, great all around the board there. Everybody has their nice ideals on the Kansas City. And take it to an even more exciting game. All right, I'll stop. 49ers and the Browns. 49ers host. And the 49ers, one of the surprising undefeated teams, and opens at a three and a half point favorite at home, um, hosting the Brownies. So when it comes to the Browns matchup and the 49ers, let me go ahead and start with Vaughn. Vaughn, how are you feeling on this matchup, and what are some key highlights, and if they're going to cover or not? Vaughn's dead. I could like barely hear you guys. Oh, there he is. So skip me. I'll come back to me. Okay. All right, Miles. Start us off with this one. Okay. Uh, The Browns are the most hot and cold team right now, probably. Uh, You just smacked the paper. The sorry, the Ravens defense with forty points. Now you go play the a marginally worse defense than the 49ers. Um, but the 49ers are hot, and it's really hard to stop a hot team, especially when you're inconsistent. So I'm going to go with the 49ers, but against the spread, because I feel like it'll be a one 2 point game. All right. Let me go ahead and take it over to Dre. Dre, how are you feeling about this game? Uh, first off, I don't think this game's going to be exciting at all. <laughs> you say that about every 49ers game. <laughs> what do you have against the 49ers? What's boring about them? <laughs> They're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G. Matt Breida. Marquise Goodwin. Okay, I'll stop. They just run wow. the <laughs> Wow. Excitement all over the board. Excitement's back this week, right? Even more excitement. (laughs) So, Dre, Uh, who did you have in this game? Well, the the Niners are coming coming back from a bye week. Uh, I I think they'll win at home, but they won't cover. So, I'm with Miles. Okay. Uh, Paul, how are you feeling on this game? Well, coming off the bye at home. Uh, I, I mean, I just I like the way San Francisco plays. Uh, that defense is pretty, you know, it's got it's got a bunch of speed. Um, 
And I don't know, but I, traveling across country for the Browns after that big win, it could be a little bit of a letdown situation. I think that the 49ers are going to try to get Kittle going too. So uh, I'll take the 49ers to cover. Okay. All right. Perfect. Steve, I'm going to bring you in next. How are you feeling about this game? Uh, well, first of all, you guys said it was going to be a boring game. And anytime you get to watch Jimmy Garoppolo play football, you should consider it a privilege. Slightly biased. That's slightly biased. <laughs> but I'm going to take the 90s against the It's only entertaining because he throws interceptions. <laughs> yes. And, and, he, and he makes some amazing plays. Okay. <laughs> He's not fully there yet. Sure. But Jimmy Garoppolo is, is, is one of the great ones. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Vaughn, I'm kidding. Vaughn, next, yeah, I like Cleveland in this one. I'm uh, I'm gonna take them to cover here <coughs> straight up. I think they're gonna try to get on a roll here. I, I actually think the bye week is gonna hurt San Francisco. Uh, or three and zero gets tough to uh, come off a bye week and keep it rolling, and you get a break like that. Dutch, so you're taking Cleveland straight up then to win this game. I am. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, when I think of this matchup, the only thing I really hate is that I've got to watch one, so many commercials about freaking Lowe's. Now I have to embrace for that because it's going to be at least 12 shots. And then second thing is how many comparisons we're going to get of Jimmy Garoppolo and Tom Brady. Constantly because he's 3-0 and he's pushing the team right now. And, And the fact that Kyle Shanahan runs the damn ball. So I do like I do like San Francisco at home. I like teams off the bike for one reason, is that they are healthier. They are going to look good. I'm looking for a breakout game for Debo Samuel. This might be it, as I like the matchup across the board. Um, Cleveland is desperate. I will give them that. The desperate factors on Cleveland's side, San Francisco can defend home turf. I'll take San Francisco with the spread. So when it comes to our primetime matchup, those are our five picks for the week. You can catch other episodes where we pick our top five games for primetime picks. We'll come right back after this commercial break to do our fire round for the rest of the game. Stick around. As we move to round three, want to remind everyone traveling to the Alamo City during the beautiful fall and winter seasons, keep SATX rated handy for the latest information on new events, restaurants, and giveaways so that you and your family or loved ones can enjoy the city with the hottest scenes. You can follow at SATX rated on any social platform where they constantly do giveaways like Bean front row or sitting behind home plate at the San Antonio Missions game or courtside seats at the San Antonio Spurs game. Follow SATX Rated today. When it comes to our fire round, we're going to be taking a look at the rest of the games. Our analysts, our sports analysts, make their expert picks and talk about why they choose the spread or why they choose the upset. Let's go ahead and start down in Texas and right around my neck of the woods and around the Houston area. Houston is a five-point favorite against uh, Miles Very Bloomley, Atlanta Falcons. And uh, I know he's already crying. It's okay, Miles. It's okay. Uh, Texans play host. I'm going to start with the person sobbing. Miles, how do you feel about this game? Oh, man. I've never experienced more depression than when I had to watch a team named the Tennessee Titans who lack a true number one receiver, who have Marcus Mariota at quarterback with no secondary, 
put up like 20 something plus points against the Falcons. And the only touchdown comes from Edo Smith. It's about the most depressing thing I've gone through in like the last year. Uh, like I said last week, the, like when you talk about looking in the history of things and uh, seeing that the Falcons are really, really awful against AFC teams, I believe uh, a stat came out during that Tennessee game that the Falcons are 1-15 in in their last AFC matchups. So, I'm going to go with Houston not to cover the spread because I feel like with Atlanta, they always come back and garbage time and make it like a 10-point game or whatever. So, I feel like with Houston, it'll be a low-scoring affair. Atlanta comes back in the last three minutes to make it like a three-point game. Okay. Let me let me take that over to Vaughn. Vaughn, how are you feeling on this game? I actually like a lot. I like agree with that a lot. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty fun game. I like the Texans minus five and straight up, but after hearing those stats, I like them even more. Uh, Julio and Hopkins, I mean, what, what better matchup can we see on a Sunday? I just hope to see a Calvin Ridley sighting for my fantasy sake. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I feel uh, that. <laughs> Steve, let me let me bring you on now. What are you feeling on this game? I'm gonna take Houston to cover. Okay. Don't don't, don't like the Falcons. No. So I, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't want to talk <laughs> about it. We gave you a Super Bowl. I, what more do you want? <laughs> I, I have a feeling. <laughs> they didn't give that to us. We earned it. No, we gave it to you. No, they earned it. No, Kyle Shanahan <laughs> throwing in the last three minutes is the dumbest thing ever. They earned it. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I, Did you I see will, the no. man? Did you I see the throw of Tom Brady? I'm going to death with you. Yeah. I, I, I will that. settle this. I will. I will settle this. I will settle this. Paul, what is your pick for the game? I'm desperate. They absolutely need this one, and um, I'll take them to cover. And Dre, I'm going to bring it over to you. How are you feeling on this game? Yeah, I, I advised uh, some guy on Twitter to to start every Texan and to start every Falcon. I think this is going to be a, this is going to be an air raid. Finally, a uh, high scoring game for both teams, but Houston at home. You know what? You know what? Houston lost to Kyle Allen, so screw you guys. I'm going with the Falcons in this game. There you go. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, there there you go. It up. Atta boy. Screw you, Steve. Bye. <laughs> Who are you, Codman? <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> Dre, are you taking Houston with the spread? Yeah, I'm taking Houston with the spread. Okay. <laughs> are you taking Houston with the spread? Are you going to take Houston with the spread? <laughs> when, when it comes to Houston, so yes, they may be one in fifteen against AFC teams. That may be true. I'd like to look up what the one team is that might be Jacksonville. It's Jacksonville. But, it was Jacksonville oh, they, like three years ago when Jacksonville was wow, terrible. That's, that's even that's even more surprising. Oh, I guess when Jacksonville was terrible. Okay, that makes sense. So, so Houston, Houston's probably the other team where I I kind of stretch my head. Where one game they look phenomenal, the next game they look like trash. I really blame Bill O'Brien in preparation for things, but in big games spotlights. Maybe this is finally the DeAndre Hopkins breakout game for him in 2019. That would be an awesome matchup as some, and I, I think it might have been Shaq or somebody else came on and said Julio Jones is absolutely the best wide receiver in the league. That might spark that That's little feud this week. 
you know. So, so Houston, I'm going to take Houston as well. I don't think they cover. Um, I do, I do like that earlier assessment by Miles that Houston tends to give up things or that Atlanta may score a garbage time touchdown. I believe that to be true because Bill O'Brien is terrible at coaching. So, um, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm going to take Houston, but I don't think they cover that spread. Uh, that's a if, fact. If that, <laughs> that's, that's a fact. That's true. But Atlanta's terrible too, Miles. So, thank you. Um, I wouldn't talk too much about that. Um, Almost, so yeah. So that, that's my that's my wonderful analysis. Let's take it. Let's take it a little bit further south and going uh, a little bit eastward. So Tampa Bay visiting New Orleans. New Orleans, a three-point favorite, um, coming off that stellar win against the magnificent and wonderful Dallas Cowboys. Um, New Orleans, a three-point favorite. Let's start with Vaughn. How are you feeling about this game? Here, um, last week was obviously one of a kind, but uh, that was a, it was a good comeback win. The Bucks had one of a kind. I might say the Bucks had one of a kind on offense of the game. Saints barely pulled off the win. Uh, they've held it together without Drew Brees this far, and it's been pretty surprising. And I think they hold on another week here versus Tampa Bay. Um, but Jameis Winston is looking great. I don't know if he's going to continue it, but, man, this guy is lighting it up, and Mike Evans is looking like one of the best receivers, if not the best in the NFL right now. Uh, yeah, Bruce Arians definitely looking like a quarterback with for his, his dedication to the run game of being able to develop a quarterback. It's definitely looking – like a trend. I mean, he was already trending, but nobody thought Janice Winston would no. be coming close to what he's doing. Dre, Dre, let me go to you. What are you feeling on this game? This is going to be an Elvin Kamara game. He's going to run wild. Uh, I don't think Tampa's there yet. And uh, I don't think they'll be able to catch up to what Kamara's going to do. So um, I, I don't really like that spread, but I'm going to take the Saints at home and, and they do come. Okay, so you don't like the spread, but are you taking the spread, or are you saying to go against? No, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it. I, I, I'm not, I'm not really happy about it, but I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna risk it, and I'm, I'm gonna send it cover. Okay, I was very conflicted last week as Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara on my fantasy team. So as I'm asking for them to get yards, and telling them not to score. <laughs> so they listened for the most part on that game last week. But I think, I think, I don't think Tampa Bay is as good as Dallas. I think they had a stellar week against uh, the Rams. Um, I am taking New Orleans with the spread just to keep that train rolling to know where I'm at. Let me go next to Steve. Steve, how are you feeling on this game? Uh, I was going to say, one of the a couple of years ago, you told me that Teddy Bridgewater and Jameis Winston were going to get into a shootout with Teddy Bridgewater playing for the yeah. Saints. I would ask you who your deal was. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a shootout. I am starting both Jameis Winston and Mike Evans this week. You can book that, uh, but New Orleans is going to cover the spread at home. Okay. Paul, I'm going to go next to you. How are you feeling? Are you on that New Orleans train as well? I struggled with this one, honestly, because really, if they just kick the field goal against the Giants, this is a first-place matchup. But... True. Mm-hmm. God, I have to take fucking Teddy Bridgewater. This fuck makes me puke in my mouth a little bit. I'll, I'll take the same home to cover. Fuck. I threw up earlier before the, before the show, so I'm with you there, Paul. Miles, are you uh, are you going to make this unanimous, or are you going to pick Absolutely the fuck not. Tampa Bay is going to destroy New Orleans. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you just are going – you're going to tell me that you watch the Saints, led by Teddy Bridgewater, who can't throw 20 yards down the field – 
who didn't score a touchdown along with Alvin Kamara. They won on field goals. Going up against Tampa Bay, who just put up 55 points on one of the best defenses on paper, by the way. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, shootout with Teddy Bridgewater. I said, hell no. Tampa Bay's destroying this one. I don't care where it is. Miles going for the two and fourteen record or two and thirteen record this week. All right, so Buffalo visiting Tennessee. Tennessee three point favorites at home. That one's gonna bite me in the butt if Tampa Bay wins that game. And Tennessee uh, three point favorites at home. Let me go ahead and start with Steve. Steve, who do you have in this game? Uh, I'm gonna take. What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Repeat that. Sorry. Tennessee three point favorites at home against Buffalo. I'm going to take Buffalo to win that. I can't, but I saw what that Buffalo defense can do straight up. I think Buffalo's going to shut Tennessee down. Perfect. And Steve, is that against the spread? uh, I'm going to go with the spread. And if if Matt Barkley's playing, either way, Matt Matt Barkley or Josh Allen, because Matt Barkley was better than Josh Allen last week. They should should play Matt Barkley. And that dog you might be hearing in the background is a reminder that on Slightly Bias, we did pick our fantasy movie teams when it came to our movie movie football league. And Air Bud <laughs> does play for my team. So you guys are welcome for that. When it, uh, when, it comes to this, when it comes to this game, Paul, who do you have for this game? Oh, another one. What did I tell you? You got to come to me first for these Titans picks so you can save because they're a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck the Titans. So, Paul, you're picking the Bills? Yeah, the Bills. I like that defense. I mean, I don't see how Tennessee moves the ball, but that probably means that Mariota throws for two touchdowns, runs for two, and they fucking get the shit kicked out of them. So. (laughs) All right. All right. Vaughn, let me go to you. Who do you have in this game? I agree with everyone else. The nightmare. The Titans are a nightmare to bet on. Yeah, I know. It's cover against them when they're the favorites. So I'm taking Bills plus three. And you got to respect Bills Mafia. They they said the Bills would be a pretty good team this year, and uh, they're surprisingly good. I think they get one number four easily this week. Top five defense in the NFL. They they said it and threw somebody in a table at the same time. That's absolutely true. Miles, let me let me switch it over to you, Miles. Who do you have for this one? If Josh Allen kept playing that entire game against the Patriots, we would be talking about how amazing the fact that Buffalo is still undefeated and New England lost last what week. What are you talking about? No. No. Josh Allen is going to throw I'm another speaking. interception. I'm speaking. That is true. Very true. That is, he is true. He is, he is speaking. So, Tennessee, marginally worse than New England. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo. All right, Dre, bring this one home until I do my pick. Who do you have in this game? I'm actually on that Titans train. Uh, they're coming off a huge win last week. And they're going to win at home. So, Titans win and they cover. I told myself not to bet with Paul on this game because he said he loses on every single time he bets whether for Tennessee or not. So, because he just jumped off the line and probably will be coming back, I'm going to take that as a sign to go with them. So, I'm going Buffalo with the spread on this game. Just for the sheer fact that that defense looked amazing. 
and I just hate Tennessee. So let's move on to the next game. Jacksonville visiting the puzzling Carolina Panthers who are playing way above their heads and looking fantastic on the field. Carolina will have a three and a half point favorite at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, let me go ahead and start with Dre. Dre, how are you feeling about this matchup? Easiest pick of the week. Jaguars win. I shouldn't be surprised by that. It's gonna be I sh- I 13, 13 to 10 is the final score. Minshew, 13 to 10? Minshew with a, with a two minute drive to win the game. <laughs> okay. All right. Paul, how are you feeling on this game? Well, I keep waiting for Kyle Allen to shit the bed, but that's not happening. So, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Jacksonville, though, with the spread. Okay. And, uh, Vaughn, let me go to you next. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a, a great game. Two running backs that touch the ball the most in the NFL. Um, I just feel like I think this is going to be like a 21 20 take Jacksonville to cover, but I'm taking Carolina straight up. I think Minshew's uh, just going to look just fine on Sunday. So you have, you have, oh, so you think Carolina will win this game, but won't win by three and a half? Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be a one or two point game. I think uh, Carolina barely pulls Boo! it out. Minshew mania! It's got to end sometime. It, it can't end. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Minshew Mania is starting to fade like that knee. Miles, let me hear what you got. Uh, well, you can judge by that, that I got Jacksonville in this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but are the, what's the spread? Three and a half. Ooh, no, they won't cover. No, but no, the Carolina, Panthers suck. Car- 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 oh, Carolina is the favorite. Oh, no. Good. I'll take Jacksonville with the plus three and a half. Okay, all right. And Steve, I'm going to go over to you. How are you feeling on this game? Uh, Mania continues. Jacksonville, three and a half. Why the fuck is Carolina favored? <laughs> yeah, no, what is know. going... What is up no, with that? that? Cam Newton that's sucks. Cam Newton's not even playing. That's, that's just, that's just, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Kyle did, Allen. Did, did Vegas not see what happened last Sunday to the Broncos? I guess not. Yeah, I guess maybe that home field and that the fact that the Carolina Panthers could win two road games, one against a weak opponent in Arizona, one against Houston, uh, gave them enough to say that they they would win at home. I, I I'm, I'm I'm puzzled as well. I am actually taking um, Jacksonville myself. I, I, I'm taking them straight up. I don't. I obviously uh, think you could just bet money line on them and and they would get you the biggest return. That's probably the best thing. They'll win this game. Um, I. I I want to say I want to pick Caroline just because I want to see Kyle Allen win and stay undefeated and, and watch that watch that develop, but I don't think that's enough, and Jacksonville has it more together. Again, the consistency factor for a team offensively and defensively, it really plays into a part. Um, Jalen Ramsey still a question mark on, on uh, his playing time and if he's going to shoot up again, um, so we'll see how that develops for Jacksonville so, as well. Uh, who's he going to cover? Curtis Samuel? Oh, no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> DJ Moore. Oh, oh, scary. They're they're just going to line Jalen uh, Jalen Ramsey as a linebacker and cover Christian McCaffrey the whole time. <laughs> they might. <laughs> and they still have AJ Boy. Don't even forget about that. He's locked down. 
So we yeah. have, we were going to transition to the battle of the uh, only defeated and go to the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals a three and a half point favorite after their demolishing. Their first time since 2007 where the spread is guaranteed on a team that didn't score as many points a week before. Fun fact. So uh, Cincinnati is at three and a half point favorite. Let me start with Dre. Dre, what are you feeling with this? Uh, probably going to be the snoozer of the week. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, if you want to, if, if you want to play the waiver wire on your fantasy team, uh, you should discuss the whoever replaces uh, Ross on, on that Bengals offense. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to put a lot of points up. I think the Cardinals are going to put a lot of points up. But Bengals at home, I, I really don't care about this game. But I'm just, just going to say this is going to be that game for Mixon at last because he hasn't done anything all season long. So that, that'll be it. Bengals, Bengals at home. All right, perfect. And Paul, let me go ahead and go over to you. Who do you have in this game and do they cover? After seeing Cincinnati's offensive line, that's the worst offensive line I've ever seen in the NFL. I mean, it's terrible. Um, I just don't know how they get Joe Mixon going, honestly. Um, I'll take uh, I'll take Kyler Murray on the road and say, say the Cardinals win. All right. Steve, how are you feeling on this one? Uh, I'm riding with Paul on that one. Uh, Cincinnati's Offensive line looks atrocious. I, I'm, I'm taking Kyle Amari. I'm, I'm taking Kyle Amari with the spread. Miles, Miles, swinging it over to you. How are you feeling on this one? Yes, Cincinnati's O-line looks like garbage, but you also got to think about who they're going up against. Last week, they went up against TJ Watt and Cameron Hayward, who are some pretty, pretty powerful guys. So, I get bullied. Arizona have a decent pass rusher. Carol Suggs is like, is like 56 old, years old, and I don't know. I'll go with Andy Dalton in the Bengals next game. What's the spread? What's the spread? Three and a half. Uh, three and a half. Mm, yeah, with the spread. Okay. Vaughn, gonna swing it over to you now. Who are you taking in this game? Yeah, I think Joe Mixon will have Vaughn, I, I we lost you there on that one, Vaughn. You got to repeat that one. Difference, but I do think Arizona covering and I'll take them to straight two to win this game. I think uh, this is the worst Bengals team we've seen in, in ten years. Yeah. I appreciate that. Perfect. Now, a couple of highlights with this. Tyler Eifert's going to have a big game this week um, because I need him to. And he is going to uh, play phenomenal, and Arizona sucks against the tight end. And I'm going to have to agree with Miles. Arizona just does not have a defense that's worth talking about. Um, I think I think the game they tied, Detroit really shot themselves in the foot more than Arizona outplayed them. When it comes to the Arizona side on offense, there's also a key component. Christian Kirk will probably not play this week. 
which is Kyler Murray's favorite target other than when he actually finds Larry Fitzgerald. So um, I'm going to take Cincinnati to win and cover the spread at home. Going to appease some fans just a little bit. I think that was a desperate Steelers team on Monday night. They were over-talented already. And then when when you're desperate like that, even more so, you're going to get demolished. So um, played inspired football. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Cincinnati with the spread against Arizona for this game. Just a few more games to cover here, and we're going to go ahead and talk about Minnesota visiting the New York Giants. Um, Golden Tate's debut, Minnesota, a five-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Let's go ahead and start with you, Miles. Who do you have in this game? Uh, the Vikings suck on the road. It's in New York. Daniel Jones is looking pretty good. Wayne Gallman had a phenomenal game. They get Golden Tate back. It looks like New York is primed for a win this week. But you can never count out the Vikings. I mean, Dalvin Cook is obviously having a phenomenal season. But realistically, I will never, ever take the Vikings on the road. So I'm going to go with the Giants to win this game. All right. Dre, how are you feeling on this one? Shout out to John. Cousin sucks. <laughs> <laughs> with that out of the way. <laughs> uh... I don't know. I don't like that five and a half spread, but I do think the Vikings win. I think they're just gonna give it to them, and uh, their defense is not that bad. Like I like I said last week, this is Daniel Jones is coming back in this game, so uh, Vikings win, but but they won't cover. All right. And I'm going to go ahead and give my two cents on this game. I think this is going to be a redemption game for Kirk Cousins. Um, I did see that viral video that went viral us for a second time as he almost missed the uh, gender reveal for <laughs> his own son um, when he was throwing three yards to some boxes. So I thought that's hilarious. Um, but he finally got Stephon Diggs going. I think Adam Thielen did have a little shot at him as well. Dalvin Cook's going to run over all over that Giants defense. Although Daniel Jones, Golden Tate might be a matchup in heaven where we might see them throw for probably about 70, 80 yards, maybe get a touchdown in there. It's going to be a good day um, in, in terms of the future. I do think Minnesota wins. I think they jump out early. Um, I, I think they jump out ahead quite a bit early. I think it might be something like 14-3 or 17-3. Then the Giants start to push on some offense. So I think Minnesota wins and they cover on the road. Um, Paul, I'm going to go to you. How are you feeling on this game? Well, uh, I think the, the Vikings are the better team. Um but it's just tough to trust them guys on the road. It really is. Um, I'm riding with uh, Dre and just saying that the Vikings win, but they don't cover. All right. Steve, how are you feeling on uh, that one? Yeah, I'm riding with Paul and Dre. Vikings win, but don't cover. All right. All right. And Vaughn, bring us home on that one. Down here and switch it up. Golden Tate back. Play the, play the Vikings twice a year. I think he's going to be a, a big impact. I think the Giants keep it close. I could see the Giants actually getting out a little early on in the Vikings. And then they kind of figure out uh, versus the Giants. But I'll take this being a close one. Giants cover, Vikings win. I would like to say that it's starting to look like that there's some animosity among the Vikings locker room towards Kirk Cousins. Obviously, you heard and speak out. Diggs was sending some like vague messages, and I guarantee you they're probably not the only ones upset. So probably stay away from Minnesota in a lot of these games for future weeks if you're betting, because 
when a team goes into turmoil, it really just gets starting. It starts to get hard in the win games. Yeah, full, full, full disclosure, I hope the Giants get demolished. Moving to the Jets-Philadelphia <laughs> matchup. Uh, the, the, the Jets visit Philadelphia. Philadelphia, 13.5-point favorite in this game. So, a really large spread for a team that's pretty impacted by injuries. New York Jets going through their own mono outbreak as well. As <laughs> Let's start with Vaughn on this one. That's hilarious. Uh, I, Vaughn, you got to figure out who's win this game and cover. I mean, the Jets... Are, are just down to their backups. Their quarterback situation's bad. And right now the Eagles need to uh, put something together when they travel to Minnesota next week. So I think they uh, figure out some receiver issues and put together a good game here and cover. Steve, how are you feeling on this um, game? Oh, this, this game sucks me because I really hate the Eagles and I really hate the Jets. <laughs> And I hate the Jets more. <laughs> and the Jets suck because, like you said, they got a 12-year-old quarterback. And Sam Darnold's got mono. You know, just everything's getting bad over there. And, uh, yeah, Philly's going to kick their ass. Philly's going to cover and then some. All right, Paul, are you feeling that same way on that Philly train? Uh, it's just so tough to lay two touchdowns. Uh, I don't know. I've debated back and forth on this, but... You know what? I'll, I'll ride with the Eagles and say they win, but they they shit the bed in these situations a lot. Like they look like dog shit in some of these situations. You know where you know they they'll win by like ten, but it'll be a game in the third quarter or something. You know it. I mean, I would stay away from this with real money, but I'll take the Eagles to cover. Okay, Dre, give me your analysis on this game. Yeah, I was really, I was really debating, betting on this game uh, when the line was up at 14. Uh, 13 and a half, I guess, kind of makes a little more sense. But I, I think Miles Sanders is finally going to have that that game. And uh, Eagles run away with it. So I'll, I'll take the Eagles with the spread. Okay. Miles, let me bring you in here for this pick. What are you feeling on this game? Okay, so your quarterback is Luke Falk, who, when he was drafted on the NFL Network, they called him the next Tom Brady solely because of where he was drafted, which is the same spot as Brady. So, <laughs> when you have that kind of phrase, obviously <laughs> he's going to come. No, I'm kidding. The Eagles are going to absolutely run away with this game. There's no way the Jets even make this game a little competitive. Uh, but... I mean, can they keep it within 14? No, I'll take the Eagles to cover that spread. So, my caveat with this game is that if Sam Darnold plays and that and they play inspired football and they were at home and they were at home, I would probably say the Jets <laughs> are going to, to, to have a chance to cover this spread. But, they're playing in Philly. Yes. Will the Jets go into this week trying to spread mono to the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles? Yes. That's obvious. Yeah. That's obvious, yeah. Will, will some of the Eagles that, have that's mono gr- that's Greg, more than like... Is that Greg Williams' new plan? <laughs> that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. Biological warfare. So, <laughs> so it, yeah, it's targeting, but in a different yeah. way. So, um... <laughs> So, this is the uh, 
the, the world we live in now. So I'm taking Philadelphia with the spread as well. That's the first unanimous pick across the board. So that's that's exciting. But uh, as, as as much as I hate to say it, Philadelphia will contract mono and cover the spread. Next so uh, last few games coming up here, guys, later in the day. But we're going to go ahead and, and look at that wonderful matchup that I'm starting with, Steve. New England Patriots, a 15 and a half point favorite over the Washington Redskins. New England visiting Washington. I'll start with you, Steve. Uh, what do you see in this game? Uh, everyone's telling me now that Tom Brady sucks and he fell off the cliff because of that game last week in Buffalo. Quarterbacks have bad games. You guys do this to us every year. He has bad game. You tell us he, su- you tell us he sucks. And then he goes out and kicks somebody's ass. You can book Tom Brady for 350 yards and four touchdowns this week. Washington's going down. They don't even know who they're playing at quarterback. They asked they asked Jay Gruden. Oh, we don't have a plan right now. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, I think you I can think t- you can take the, the Patriots to cover and that's up. The better answer probably would have been, um, "What does it matter? They're going to intercept us six times anyways." So yeah. whoever we put in there. Exactly. I'm I'm picking New England with the spread just on the fact that the Redskins just are terrible. So let's go, Avon. I'll bring you in for this pick. What are you feeling on this game? on Sunday. So, Vaughn, go ahead and repeat your pick because we lost you in, in your segment. Patriots, I'm taking Patriots minus 16 for sure, no matter who's that quarterback. You know, like I said, McCourty, he's his fifth pick in five games. He's uh, he's playing lights out. Awesome. Uh, let me go ahead and switch it over to Miles. Miles, who do you have in this game? Um, yeah. Do I need to see anything? Patriots? Like, who's going to stop them? Miami? (laughs) That's all I got to say. Yeah, Patriots cover it. Washington's fucking lost. Jay Gruden's losing his job. Fucking Case Keenum's getting sent on the league. And who knows who their running back is? I don't fucking know. Washington's in shambles. All right, Paul. I'm bringing you in on this one. Fuck the dead skins. (laughs) <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Watch, watch it. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> the Patriots by 30. Book it. Let's hope no one takes Dre, bring us home on this one. Are you going unanimous New England with the spread? I think you guys are forgetting how the Redskins play when they have Colt McCoy at quarterback. Terry's going to be back. And after that shit show last week by Tom Brady, I don't think he's the player everybody's expecting him to be. He's washed up. 15.5 spread. No, I'm playing Steve. Patriots win. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, get Tom Brady his cane. It's over. All right, we'll stop. Sorry. Steve, Steve, yeah, quiet no, on us. No, no, keep saying it all year. Keep saying it all year. Let Tom Brady hear it. All right, guys. Last, last two games of the week. We'll, we'll move on from that one. The Chicago Bears, five-point favorites on the road, visiting the Oakland Raiders. 
I think this is going to be a pretty good game if Oakton plays at the same level they did last week. Could be a really interesting game. Although, uh, Khalil Mack has already said, I am going for Derek Carr's head. Penalty, ejection or not, he's going down. I would be scared. <laughs> that guy called me out. I'm already, I'm already not playing. I got mono. So, when it comes to this, when it comes to this game, um, I'll, start the, I'll start the pickoff. I am going to pick Chicago on the road. Um, I do believe that uh, it's going to be a very good game. I think the Chicago defense is just way too good for the Oakland offense to show out. Um, <laughs> but that Chicago Bears defense is, I mean, offense is not that good either. Chase Daniel may be an upgrade for Mitch Trubisky the way he started the season. Um, can they score enough points to, stuff to cover the spread even when Oakland has garbage time in it? I'm not sure. So I'm going to take Chicago, and I'm not taking the five points. I'm going to say Chicago does not cover. Um, let me go ahead and move over to Dre. Dre, how are you feeling on this game? Bears fans should be rejoicing in joy after Trubisky went down. Yeah. So yeah, my MVP Chase Daniels came in. Exactly. <laughs> and with with Daniels at the helm, I think the Bears are gonna give the ball to Montgomery like they're supposed to. Thank goodness. And uh, <laughs> so you have him in your fantasy team. <laughs> yes, I do. I've just been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a close one, but but the Bears pull it out in the end. They'll probably win by six. So I'm I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take it with the spread. <laughs> okay, Steve. Let me pull over to you. How are you feeling about the Bears Raiders matchup? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Bears to cover the spread. Bears win by a touchdown. Khalil Mack is, is going to hurt somebody. Yeah, he definitely is. Paul, how are you feeling? I feel the same way. I feel like he wants to stick it to John Gruden for sure. And uh, Chase Daniel, the offense actually had a little flow to it when he came in. So uh, I'm going to take the Bears to cover. All right. Vaughn, I'm going to switch over to you. Are you feeling the same with the Chicago Bears? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the Bears' defense is going to run through this game. I was uh, I was feeling that the Raiders could cover here in a neutral field game, but after your Khalil Mack comments, I feel totally different to Chicago to cover. And you guys are starting to make me feel like I need to switch my pick. Miles, give me some sanity. <laughs> Raiders. Chase Daniels. Oh, my God, no. Chase Daniels, the quarterback. <laughs> An absent run game. Absent wide receivers. I'm very shaky O-line. Chicago solely relies on their defense. And the Raiders can put up points, whether you like it or not. They will score touchdowns. They got Darren Waller. Carr can throw decently. Josh Jacobs can run you over. Uh, yeah, Raiders. I, it's in Oakland. The Raiders get bowdy, okay? Like, I, I don't like Chicago that much either, so... You've officially convinced me to keep my pick. Thank you, Miles. I appreciate that. As, as terrible as I'm now feeling about everything. All right. So when it comes to the last matchup of the day, Denver visiting the Chargers. Chargers six and a half point favorite at home against the lowly Denver Broncos. Uh, by the way, lots of trade rumors coming out of that Denver locker room. It's not looking good. Very Miami feeling over there. Looks like they're starting to have people jump ship. So with that being said, um, I should give you a clue as to where I'm going. But um, let me start with Miles on this one. Miles, how are you feeling about this game? I don't like how the Chargers have been playing. They've been playing too close in some games, and especially the games that they should have won where they lost. 
like to the Colts. No, they barely they beat the Colts. Uh, I don't know they lost to, but they barely they only won by twenty over Miami. <laughs> and to say that that's slightly a disappointment is kind of crazy. I-, I thought that offense would really show up. So with that being said, I think Denver gets their first win here. The Chargers are way too shaky for me right now, and the Broncos are going to win some games. They're not that bad. And they did get a few sacks last week, and if you can get to Phillip Rivers, then their offense is going to fall stagnant. So I'm going to go Broncos. Okay, Vaughn, come on into this conversation. Do you have that same sentiment? With Joe Flacco in week two, and you guys all made fun of me, and I'm not going to get to them again here. On the road in L.A., like I said, the trade rumors. I think the Broncos are one of the 0-5 teams come Sunday, come Sunday night. I think uh, Phillip Rivers has a big day. Uh, quick, let me let me do a, a poll. Everybody just say your answer out loud, and I'll see how many yeses and no's I get. Do you play Phillip Rivers against Denver, or do you play Jacoby Brissett against Kansas City? Brissett. Rivers. Rivers. Seems like I got one Brissett and – Four rivers. Brissett's playing oh. a better fantasy season. Two Brissett's and three rivers now. About? And he's going up against the worst defense. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to off 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 radio this uh this uh off podcast this this conversation. That, that's my <laughs> question. Steve, let's uh let's go to you, Steve. How are you feeling about this game? I'm gonna take the charges to cover. I'm gonna take the charges to cover. Charges to cover. How does Mel? How does Melvin Gordon look in this game, you think, Steve? Uh, that, I don't know. That I don't know how much he's going to play, but if he's on the field, you got to watch out for him. That guy scares me whenever we go against him. <laughs> All right, Dre, bring bring us in here with this, with this pick as well. What do you have for this game? Melvin Gordon's back. So, he's going to get all the goal line carries, and that's pretty much an automatic touchdown. Bradley Chubb is out for the year, so let's not forget the fact that Joe Flacco sucks. (laughs) Chargers cover easily. All right, Paul, I'm going to bring you in for this one as well. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, I think that the, there's going to be a little bit of a struggle to fit Melvin Gordon back in that offense. Not like a struggle as in, like, what we do with him, but, like, you know, just trying to re-get him back in the offense and get him going. And the Broncos really aren't that bad. Um, they really probably should have to be 2-2. Two um, I'd say the Chargers win, but they don't cover. Okay. And I have the same sentiments about integrating Melvin Gordon. I think it's going to take a couple games for him to get in football shape and for him to really kind of get into the flow. I think Austin Eckler is still good fantasy-wise for a couple more weeks uh, before you see it really taper off. Um, when it when it comes to this game, though, I, I do think the Broncos' locker room is a bigger deal than people are making it. I, it. The more and more reports we hear from Broncos insiders, you know, more and more players getting put on injured reserve, players asking to get out. San Francisco was rumored to get Emmanuel Sanders. It was rumored that... Um, uh, the Broncos' uh, front office is, you know, maybe not as dedicated to Joe Flacco as they thought, thinking about rebuilding. There's a lot of rumors coming out. When you have a lot of chatter, or you have a lot of smoke, there's fire. So I'm going to take the Chargers to win at home. I do think that they're going to cover. Um, just on the sole fact that when they lost to Houston, they still looked like a very good team. When they when they beat the Colts, when they when they were in Miami, they dominated like they were supposed to. They, 
they will play Philip Rivers. Um, he's just a dominant mastermind uh, when his team is clicking, and the team's clicking right now. So taking Chargers um, at home with the spread. So uh, when it comes to to our fire round, that is the end of the fire round, gentlemen. And and um, you know, week five is in the books. Very excited for this week as we have almost a full panel. We're hoping John Pick. John is back with us next week, and we have an absolute full panel so we can have those discussions. Um, special thank you to everybody here, Miles Boomquist, to Dre Rogers, Just Paul, Steve Reisner, Von Dalezell. Thank you very much, all you, for your expert analysis, for your picks. Um, that was the Intel Lab podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this morning. Have a great day. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today.